0: Our Father and our God, we thank you for the freedoms we have in Christ. Thank you, Lord God, for cutting away our souls from this old Adamic nature. Thank you, Lord God, for waking us up early this morning with a new song on our hearts. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us the victory. Even when we felt like victims. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy to be praised. Now move by your spirit. Speak to our hearts. Convict convince if need be convert. In Jesus' name. Amen. Church amen. Come on, let's get the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory, 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 hallelujah, what a mighty God, we serve, worthy, this is worship, worthy is the Lamb. that was slain, praise his holy and everlasting name. Thank you, Jesus. Now, for those of you that have never shouted and don't shout, I can tell you now, God is working on your shout. Now now wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, you didn't get that. No, no. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't get that. When God gets finished, you're gonna be glad to show. Can I get a witness? Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Glory, 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 glory to God. Let me, let me, let me tell you what. Y'all, yo, excuse me. Let me tell you what makes you shout. What makes you shout is when you, when I think about the goodness. Now, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold, hold up, hold up. The goodness, the goodness is not because you're alive, the goodness is not because you got food on your table, or you have a job, that's not the goodness. The goodness is in spite of me, the Lord continues to bless my soul. As messed up as I am, the Lord is good. Can I get a witness? That that's where the shouting comes in. Hallelujah. When you go down and he goes up, that's the shouting right there. When you get out of the way, can I get a witness? That's where the shouting comes in. Lord, you've been mighty good. Lord, you've been better to me than I am to myself. Lord, you sticks closer than a brother. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. That's the goodness of God in the land of the living. Thank you, Jesus. All you got to do is see a picture of yourself, and you'll start shouting. And, and the tragedy is, it takes some of us years before we can see ourselves. Now, we can see everybody else. We can't see ourselves. Can I get a witness? The Lord is so good, amen, and his mercy endureth forever. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We greet you in the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus. Y'all need to know it right now. I don't like you saying God too much. Don't come around me with that. That's a cop out. The Muslims say God. The Hindus say God. The Hebrews who are going to hell say God. All of them say God. You know, there's only one name. And it's not a shi'or. One name. One name. One name. Given unto men. And that's the name of Jesus. Don't come changing his name. Not in this church. His name is Jesus. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. John chapter 9. You remember John chapter 9. The man born blind. Jesus said, do you want to be healed? He said, yes. Jesus reached down, got some clay and spit on it, put it on his eyes. Said, now go wash. Can I get a witness? The man came away seeing and then church folk, the Pharisees and Sadducees, said, we've been knowing you since you was a little boy. How did you start seeing? He said, well, a man named Jesus. They said, stop right there. He, he's a no good, dirty, lying sinner. The man said, well, this is great. Whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. But this one thing. I know I was blind but now I see can I get a witness one thing that I know the Hebrews didn't heal me the Muslims did nothing for me Buddha and Hindu couldn't help me but in the name of Jesus, the Lord snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments, and he put me on a street, turn this thing up, turn it up, called Street, can I get a witness? His name is Jesus, and out the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Yeah shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God bless his name now y'all know me at some juncture I'm going up on 52nd street in Philly and tell them Hebrews they're going to hell they need to be saved can I get a witness yeah yeah we're going to just lay the truth out Can I get a witness? I'm tired of these pastors and preachers who are scared to speak truth. What are you scared about? God God didn't tell us to speak on the masons or the eastern stars or some hidden uh, uh, thing you belong to. God told us to speak on Jesus. Can I get a witness? Don't get quiet now. Only Jesus can save a sin sick soul. Only Jesus can make me whole. Do I have a witness? That's the problem with compromise right now. You've made all these alliances so you can't speak truth. Do I have a witness? You're friends with this one and you're friends with that one and you're friends with this one and you don't want to offend nobody so you can't speak truth. But I've come to tell you, they are going to hell. Only Jesus and Jesus only can save the sin sick soul. Praise his name. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness? Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to you want you want to take up for homosexuals? You want to take up for lesbians? You want to take up for 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 bestiality? You don't want to offend nobody? You can't preach nothing. Yeah, right. Can I get a witness? The Bible is God's word. Come out from among them. Didn't he say that? Leave that alone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And, and, and you know, and you know, God don't change our personality, because in the world, I didn't care what you thought about me. I didn't give a kitty what you thought about me. And now in Christ, I don't care what you think about me. I'm saved, Doc. I'm on my way to Beulet Land, where every day is Sunday, and the Sabbath has no end. I'm, I'm on my way to see the master. Can I get a witness? Oh, I done ticked them off now, so let me just finish ticking you off and then fly away. Praise the Lord. Now this morning, let me let me thank our choir. Y'all did a great job. Love you. Brother Buckman, love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Truly God is an awesome, awesome, awesome God. Praise God. Alright, we're in Romans fifteen. Turn to your neighbor and say, now what? That's that's my sermon. Noun what? Praise the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 15. Yeah. And uh, let let me talk to the Bible students here. Again, when you dive in the water of the scriptures, stay there and do some observation. Stop trying to pull a juicy verse out to preach on. Stay right there with observation. Book of Romans is the theme to the book of Romans, the righteousness of God as seen in the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 117. This righteousness was from faith to faith. Meaning that only Jesus can be the propitiation, the satisfaction of God. Only Jesus can satisfy a holy God. Only. Jesus only. And uh, Gentiles, you sin in chapter one. Jews, you sin in chapter two. Everybody has sinned in chapter three. Chapter four is justification. Chapter five, six, seven, sanctification. Chapter eight begins glorification. Chapter nine, ten, eleven. By the way, not parenthetical, but Jews, you need to know the same God was dealing with you past Jew, present Jew, future Jew. And then chapter 12 I beseech you, therefore, because of the mercies of the first 11 chapters, to present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, which is your reasonable worship, and be not conformed to this world, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove, test, what the perfect teleos, complete, will of God is. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so the first, listen, pastor, the first 11 chapters is the doctrine. And the last... Um, chapters um, 13 through 16 is the duty. you got to know the doctrine before you do the duty. Can I get a witness? And, and we're in the duty part of chapter 15 and Paul is talking about now and what? And I'm going to put a different spin on this than I did this morning. Basically that uh, the context is dealing with carrying, care, and commitment. Context. Um, we're going to look at it. But Paul tells us in verse 13, now the God of hope. When you look at verse 5, now the God of patience. And then in verse 33, now the God of peace. That a preacher. Each noun specifies something different. Noun is an adverb, meaning a length of time, in our carrying. Noun is an adverb dealing with logic when we're in trouble, speaking of our care. Noun, hmm deals with our liberation. Us being triumphant. Lord have mercy. As we are committed. To the God of peace. Amen. If ever. There was a risk needing God's rescue. A freedom of fellowship. From our fractures, a triumphant transfer of trust in trouble. It is here in Romans chapter 15. There's a strengthening to those who are struggling. Let me let me let me stop pausing. I the reason I tell you so much about my past and my the reason I try to be transparent is so you can see the progression of where the Lord walked from. Amen. Amen. It's not to brag about sin; It's for you to say, man, brother man was messed up. Can I get a witness? Yeah. See, the problem is, I'm coming back. I said it this morning. Some of us have been in church in the building of the church too long. We got the word of God, but the word of God doesn't have us. And we think without examination that we're right and everybody else is wrong. No, you, you got to let the Holy Spirit examine you. And when the Holy Spirit starts examining you, he starts exposing how you think, what you think. And why are you you it? Can I get a witness? Amen. That um, my job is to set the house in order. Titus, my job is to oversee everything here. My job is to lead this flock in the green pastures. So if you don't agree with me, that's your problem. That ain't my problem. I'm not here for you to agree with me. I'm here to hear what God is saying and to help mature sheep. You want to have a witness? Amen. Amen. I, and, 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 and we need to, we need to, preachers are candidating for churches so tough that they compromise what they believe to get to church. Can I get a witness? You you ought to say to the pulpit committee up front, no, I can't take this. I, I don't agree with this. This is not in my purview of scripture. da 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 You just can't, Look at this as a, this is not a job. This is a calling. Do I have a witness up in the house? And, 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 and so, and so, child of God, when we begin to look at what Paul is saying, we, we need examination, but we need um, to examine our expectation. What are you expecting out of church? It's not the church's job to just agree with you and Pat you on the back and rub you when you feel bad. That's your husband wife's job. That ain't my job. In the name of Jesus. Well, I don't feel good today. Well, baby, we're gonna be praying for you. Well, can you do more than pray? Nope. <laughs> so all we're gonna do is pray. So our expectations are: we want to have a say so about how ministries ought to be, who should be in ministries, how to that ain't your place it's my place in the name of Jesus and since everybody's quiet let me just add another five minutes on in the name of Jesus we love you I got a report for this church you don't have to report for the church you got a report for how you listen to me obey them that had a rule over you this is in the Bible Hebrews thirteen, uh, Hebrews. 13. The fact of the matter is, we got to examine ourselves. We got to examine our expectations. We've got to understand what the Word is saying about the church age, from Acts two to Revelation four. We're not here to be popular. We're not here for people to applaud us. We're not here for entertainment. We're here for carrying out a mission. Can I get a witness? In the name of Jesus. Now, if you can do that and get along with everybody, that's fine. But don't, please don't misconstrue the objective of what the church is here for. The fact of the matter is, is that yesterday we went to Wildwood to invade Satan's territory. That's what we did. We, we invaded his territory. We came down there with the gospel of Jesus Christ, started pushing stuff out the way, and giving people hope to get to heaven. Yeah. Didn't, didn't we do that? Yeah. Now, if you think Satan was glad yesterday, oh, he wasn't glad. Satan was mad yesterday. Yeah. And he was probably on the boardwalk saying, that's all right, they're going to pay for this. Yeah. They're going to pay for this. Now, some of y'all, he ain't talking to y'all because y'all ain't witness here. Eh? But uh, he ain't talking The fact of the matter is, when you put yourself on the front line for Jesus, you got to understand what's going on. Paul said, I, "I once and again, First Thessalonians two, I wanted to come to you, Church at Thessalonica, but Satan hindered us. He took out a bridge. We couldn't get to you. He took a bridge out. Military talk. He blew it up, so we couldn't get to you." That, that's what the devil will do in a heartbeat. You gotta that, that's why Paul says you gotta be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For our labor is not in vain. We are not people that succumb, we are people that overcome. Yeah. we're, we're not on the battlefield, soldiers. Amen. Getting mental fatigue. We're fighting, the fight of faith. We're fighting the fight of faith. We're fighting the fight of faith. Amen. And and when you fight the fight of faith, a whole lot of stuff going to break out. Can I get a witness? In your family, in your mind, in your money, in your ministry, a whole lot of stuff is going to break out. And you, 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 you got to understand what's going on. Can I get a witness? If you're going to fight on the front line, then receive front line attacks. Yeah. Uh, Romans 15 is strengthening those that are struggling. In fact, Paul said in Timothy, now listen to this, 2 Timothy, don't turn. Paul was talking to Timothy as a pastor and said, listen, Timothy, you've got to understand that the people you're pastoring opposes themselves. So you got to be patient with them. They oppose themselves. They're their own worst enemy. And really, you can't help them. All you can do is pray for them. The dysfunction of how we reason and how we think. And somebody got to be strong and just say, I, "I need to pray for Sister Betty. I need to pray for, I need to pray for Brother Bill. I need to just, I need to keep praying for him because Satan has managed to put himself in a position that they're self-defeating. They're self-defeating. I don't care what you do for them; they're going to feel defeated because they've been thinking that way all their lives. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares." Are, y- are y'all getting this? Yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, fact of the matter is, we got to keep doing what we're doing for the body of Christ. So Paul says here mm, uh, <laughs> that these three nouns, N-O-W, one is the length of time in which we carry, the second is a logic in trouble, which we care for. And the third is liberation towards being triumphant that we are committed to. It is here that we start to see remedy of reversals. Now, I'm going to show you what I'm saying. Paul says in chapter 15, verse 1, are you getting it? Please open your Bibles. We then that are strong. Ah. But wait a minute. Who in the church is strong. We then that are strong are to bear the infirmities of the weak. Amen, amen. Now, now, now the strong ones are the ones that are free, the ones that are resting, the ones, amen, that are not about scruples and rules. The weaker brother has a lot of entanglements with rules and scruples when you get to first corinthians chapter 12 he's talking about the gifts and and by the way baptism in tongues is baby food if you are arguing back and forth about baptism in tongues paul says you ain't nothing but a little baby that's baby stuff so if you don't immerse somebody, yeah, Jesus immersed, but John the Baptist immersed Jesus. So if you baptize somebody and they're not immersed, does that send them to hell? No, that's baby food. You're teaching a concept that when he died, he went down. When he came up, he was up. Um, fact of the matter, There's more important things in baptism. Water baptism. There's more important things than speaking in tongues. Are y'all getting this? Why are you even arguing over that stuff? People are dying and going to hell. People people are dysfunctional in the way they think. People are hurting in their heart. And all church folk do is get on secular jobs because they're in different denominations and they got a nerve in front of the unsaved to argue about stuff that don't mean nothing. Our first rule is love. Jesus said, the world will know you're my disciples by the love you have for one another. Not by your doctrine, the love. He says, we that are strong, and, and see the strong believe they can eat anything as long as it was blessed in Jesus' name. The weak had difficulties with diets. Can I get a witness? You know, and, 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 and when you recognize these difficulties, you know you're dealing with a babe. Amen. You're dealing with a babe. Well, I, you know, I, uh, 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 pa- Pastor, uh, uh, you know, you, you still listen to oldies. That offends me. Well, I won't listen to it in front of you, but you ain't coming to my house telling me what to do. You get that done. We're on different levels of, of uh, our evening of elegance. I love it. But don't come if you're struggling. I don't think Christians should be doing it. Well, who are you? Don't you go to the movie? Yes. There's a bunch of sinners in the movie. Folk going to hell in the movie. Can I get a witness? Oh, this one's tight. The fact of the matter is, God didn't ask you to make rules for everybody. That every man must be persuaded in his own mind. Are, y- are y'all with me? In the name of Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to slow walk this stuff so we can get it. Because you do have people in church that think they were on the mountain with Moses. And they carried one of the tablets of stone. And the same ones that want to make rules for you, they have no rules to run their life tight but right. This stuff is getting good now. So Paul says in verse 2, let let everyone do what he needs to do to please his neighbor, to edification. Build people up, don't tear them down. Stop criticizing but compliment. Can I get a witness? And whatsoever things were written aforetime, Old Testament, was there for our learning. That we learn something so we can bring patience and love to other people's lives. Are y'all getting this? So, so what Paul does here is in verse 8, and I, I want you, he says, now and I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision, so forth, so on. When you get to go back up to verse 5, now the God of patience uh, and, and consolation grant you to be like-minded one towards another. That is, God is saying through Jesus, now, listen to this: we are directed to glorify God by carrying each other. Back then, Mark, uh, Mark five seventeen. Don't turn. Man was paralyzed. Four of his friends put him on a stretcher. They couldn't get to Jesus because of the crowd. They put, him, they, they, they put a rope on the stretcher and put him up to the ceiling and, and uh, the roof and lowered him down in front of Jesus. Remember that? Yeah. And Jesus didn't compliment the man on the mat. He complimented the four. He said it was your faith yeah. that healed them. Yeah. When you got people in your family, people in the church who are struggling, that cannot do for themselves, you got to bring them before Jesus. Yeah you got to pray for them you got to you got to carry them the problem in the church we don't carry each other we got to learn to carry 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 the stronger should carry the weaker we got to carry each other I, I was saying this morning how one of the ways god showed me this was 40 something years ago maybe 50 God showed me I I was called to teach, not preach. I was called to teach. I was in the church uh, right, right there, twenty first and Tasca, Methodist Church, and I go there on Wednesday nights with my Bible. I just got saved. I was the only one in the prayer meeting under seventy. All them old mothers of the church would sit there, and say, and, and I grew up in there. They said, Raymond, come on in, and 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 listen. I would be sitting like on the fourth row. It'd be about twenty five, thirty of them. And they say, Raymond, come on out here. I said, yes ma'am, get up front with your Bible. I said, I don't know nothing about the word. You don't have to, we're gonna gonna teach you. Because in their mind, Sister Hicks, from down south, a man ought to lead. Uh, So get on up there and I'll be, I'd be going over scripture and they say, no, son, it doesn't mean that. This is what it means. Little did they know, all of them are gone. They're in heaven. I'll see them again. Little did they know God was using them to confirm my gifts. Are y'all, are y'all understand what I'm saying? I, I just came out of the world. I was wishy-washy. I was up and down, in and out. Somebody know what I'm talking about. But God took them and made me teach in front of them. They forgot more than I know. Do I have a witness? And and, 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 and so somebody carried me. I was 19 in the military and. Five clicks out on the base in Georgia, getting ready to go overseas. It was an army base, Huey and Cobra helicopters. Guys from Vietnam was there. They were training on the helicopters for Vietnam. 69, I'm about 19 years old. I'm sitting there and my commander said, Gordon, come on in here. He said, the radar site is five clicks on the base out. We're gonna give you a a military card. It says official use only US military. That it was a great car with lights on and on. He said, now, you use this to get back and forth to work, but whatever you do, don't take this downtown. This is a military car. I said, yes, sir. So Friday night, (laughs) the car is parked in a club, in front of a club. (laughs) Wait a minute. Red district. Those of you in the military know. You ain't supposed to be in there. U.S. Air Force official use only written all over the car with the Air Force emblem, a flag on the car, and all of it. And I'm in there, I'm in there. Yeah. And APs and MPs pulled up and said, who has this car? And when I came outside, they rode it up. And the next day I was in front of the colonel. And he said, he he was cussing me out. He said, you about a dumb. I said, sir. Yes, sir. I am a dumb, sir, sir. Yes, sir. I'm looking. And what, what I remember was somebody showed mercy. Somebody carried me. Somebody in your life helped carry you. Could have been a school teacher, could have been a neighbor, could have been a relative. Somebody, when you were struggling, helped to carry you. God says that wasn't by coincidence. I contacted all the carriers before the foundation of the world. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't getting this. Man, when I was in high school, South Philadelphia High, I graduated with a B-plus in calculus. Sine, cosine, tangent, cotangent. You had a B-plus? Yeah, the teacher liked me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Algebra, trig, calculus. It's on my records. I don't care what you say. Fact, fact of the matter is, as I look back, there's people in this church that carried me. There were people that carried me. There were people in my life that carried me. I was paralyzed. I was on a stretcher. Somebody put me on a stretcher and carried me. They carried me in the prayer. They carried me. You better praise God for the carriers. The only reason you're here this morning because your parents carried you in prayer. Somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, took the time to pray for me. You had carriers! When your marriage broke down, somebody was helping you out. Can I get a witness? When the children was waiting, somebody jumped in to help you. Uh, we all had carriers! Brother Lightfoot, this carry goes back to a picture. I bore you on eagle's wings. Israel, you better know. You didn't come up out of Pharaoh for nothing. You didn't do this by yourself. And do I have a witness? I carried you. Lord, have mercy. On Passover night, when that Jeff angel came through the streets of Come on now, Goshen, I carried you on eagles' wings. Do I have a witness? I don't have time, Uh, Brother Hill, but eagles' wings are safe. Eagles' wings are reliable. you, You know about eagles' wings. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. He'll mount them up with... Mm -hmm. Wings like eagles. Uh, Do I have a witness? Well, preacher, we heard this before, but tell us again. That is, a mother eagle sits on a perch. And she sometimes pushes the eaglets off the perch. They don't know how to fly. And as they go tumbling down the side of the mountain or from the high-planted tree. The mother sits there and looks. And with supersonic speed in the telegraphic eye, she's able to come off the perch and glide before the eaglet hits the ground and picks the eaglet up, takes it up again and drops it again. And every time she drops the eaglet, the eaglet is learning how to fly. I know some of y'all come to church saying, you know, God doesn't drop me. No, God's trying to teach you how to fly. No, 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 no. God keeps taking you higher, higher, and he's letting you go because he wants you to know without him you can do nothing. I bore you. Raymond Gordon, the reason you're sitting in the pulpit this morning is because I bore you yeah. on eagles' yeah. wings. Yeah. Yeah. I carried you when you couldn't carry yourself. Look at this. Hang in there with me. Hang in there with me. Now the God of perseverance, patience, consolation grants you to be like-minded, one toward another, according... To Christ Jesus. That is, if I keep in the forefront of my mind that the Lord had to carry me, I don't mind carrying you. That's it. Are y'all understanding this? The minute somebody make a mistake, you got folk in church want to crucify them. Let him that is without sin cast the first stone. Do I have a witness? No, your job is to carry one another. Can I get a witness? Oh, it's tight. That that is the noun of carrying. I got folk in my family I don't want to carry no more. Phone ring. Can you do me a favor? I'm sick of this. When my father died, I told some of my relatives, well, uh, he's in glory now, so go search for him. This ain't happening no more, Doc. And the Lord said, you can't do that. I put something in you to help carry others amen, amen. who cannot or will not carry themselves. Are y'all getting this? We have an obligation to carry each other. Amen. You got an obligation to carry one another. You can't just let people go and close your door and I ain't home and... Don't call me, I'm sick of you. No, well, God ain't sick of you. <laughs> what, what if God got sick of you? Yeah. When you messed up? Yeah. Do I have a witness? Yeah. Uh huh. What, what, what if God got sick of you when you sinned against him? Yeah. What, what if God got sick of you when you, amen, was thinking out of your military mind? What if what if God forsook you when you were smoking that wacky weed? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm in church. No, we got to carry one another. Every time Jesus does ministry on earth, he does it through the body of Christ. Every time. Look at the second thing. Look, verse 13. I'm getting out of your way. Now, the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, 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 now this one is deep because this, this, this context is a different noun. The first is a length of time in which we are carrying people, but this is a logical response in trouble. That, that is, now we ought to use determination of being grounded in Christ, uh, amen, amen, in caring for others. Now, now I don't have time. Look at verse 14. He says, And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness. Now, now let's let this stop. Paul says, first of all. Uh, My caring for you is because you're good people. Uh, He's dealing with the people of goodness, high moral characteristics, righteous attitudes, not selfish, not driven for self-glorification. Paul Paul says the, the impetus here is the fact that you people are virtuous. You have a goodness about you. And I'm committed to caring for you. Now notice, he ain't committed to caring for everything and everybody. I'm committed to caring for you. I'm committed, amen, people of knowledge, the word knowledge, a, a deep, intimate knowledge of God's truth and way of life, amen. And, and so what Paul is saying, when you look at uh, 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 verse, hang in there, We look at verse uh, 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 15, I mean verse 14, he says, goodness filled with all knowledge and all able to admonish. The word admonish doesn't just mean to build up. It means to get in somebody's face. Admonishment means to straighten you out. That if I see an obvious area of default, it can't be what you dreamt about, what you felt. It's got to be an obvious area of default. I come in love and say, listen, this is not the will of God. You got to make a change over here. Can I get a witness? I can tell you right now why a lot of our relatives don't come to church. Because the Christianity and light or lack of light they see in us, yeah. There's no driving force for them to be here. You do what they do. But you belong to a building called the church. It's tight. They smoke, you smoke. They go here, you go there. So why go to church? There's no line of demarcation. How has the Lord helped you? Well the Lord ain't helped you, so why should I go to the Lord? Come on, come on. My God today. And that's why some of my children got messed up. And, and you got to just baby, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, they see the real you. They see you in church. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to you. If you get at home, you call them all out that name, and you, you know, cussing and all. Ah, they can't see double, double pitches. They become confused. It's tight, but it's right. When my kids grew up, I said, listen, uh, love you, and there was sometimes dad was wrong, da da, dad loves you, forgive me, da da. That's the way I am. I ain't trying to hide nothing. I messed up. Can I get a witness? The fact that and they appreciate, and they told me they appreciate all your kids want you to do is be honest. Don't keep making excuses, clearing yourself. More is caught than taught. Are y'all getting this picture? More is caught than taught. So, so the fact of the matter is, is that Paul is saying that not only did God carry you, and we ought to carry one another, but we ought to care for one another. Care, care, care. That, that whole chapter all the way up, Paul, and I don't have time, Paul is speaking to the church at Rome about how he cared for them. And God cared for us. When I say he snatched us out of hell, he listened. He brought us out of darkness and translated us into his marvelous light. Now, that's a whole process. I don't have time to go into it. What he did was detach us from Satan's domain and put us on an escalator to heaven. God actually pulled us out of the dominion of sin to the dominion of light. Are 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 y'all getting this? Dominion. We actually were in the dominion of darkness. Walking zombies. Walking dead. I know y'all seen that. That's just the way we was. Look. (laughs) Boom. Dead men walking. Dead men walking. Dead men walking. And every time I get into these deep reflective moves and God shows me, boy, you could have been dead at least 10 times. But God, who's rich in mercy, your angel didn't allow it to happen. Lord, have mercy. I I know some of y'all got a problem with the angel. Yeah, I ain't talking about Del Reese. I'm talking about when, when, bef- bef- listen, when you came out your mother's womb in the operating room and the doctor was hitting you to get a cry, your angel was already there waiting. We well, say, well, why was the angel? I wasn't saved. No, you had to be saved because he knew, God knew you was an heir of salvation. Because we were saved before the foundation of the world. We were seated before the foundation of the world. Y'all ain't getting all this. Can I get a witness? My angel was there in Pennsylvania Hospital on the eighth floor, eighth and spruce, Lord have mercy. When I came out of my mother's womb, the angel was standing right there, and he was with me, through 1st grade, 2nd grade, 12th thir- grade, military, college. Everywhere I went, the angel went with me. Hebrews 14. Go home and look at it. When I wasn't in the club, the angel went in the club. I'm sorry. When I went to a hotel, the angel went in the hotel. Y'all ain't getting this. When I was drinking, getting high, the angel was sitting there watching me. And And Ephesians 3 says that... The Angelic hosts they understand aerodynamics. they understand how a spirit can go from from country to country in a microsecond. They understand the throne of god they 're around the throne of God. The one thing they keep itching their head about is grace they don 't understand grace they don 't understand how can God. Take a no-good, dirty, hell-bound sinner and declare them righteous. Yeah. Right. Declare them right- No, wait, wait, no, 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 y'all ain't get this. Yeah. Not make them righteous. Declare them righteous. Based on the work of Christ. Declare them. Righteous. I came home on and leave. This is honestly got true. I came home on and leave. I think it was 70, 71. And I got with all these guys from, from around the hood. They said, Come on, there's a party out there. We went to a party somewhere in West Philly. I don't know, 52nd Street, somewhere up there. And we walked in the party, and uh, I'm going to leave, man. I can't get in trouble. And these guys got to Oregon. and I heard some guys say, What is South Philly doing up here? And and all these guys start taking guns out. The ones I was with was taking guns out. I said, and it was one way in and one way out. I said, What in the world is this? This sounds got truth. And I'm sitting there fretting for my life, man. And the Lord got me out. Don't ask me all the answers, He just got me out. Can I get a witness? Got, the, Lord, the Lord got me out at 16 years old, Mom. I'm coming home from high school in the 60s, getting ready to go on my door. Two cars pull up. Hey, Reese, come on, go with us. We y'all going? We're going to a party in Philly. I said, no, nah, I don't want to go. Come on, man, don't be no chunk. And I got in the car. They took me up 24th and Lehigh to a dead-end street. I ain't even know where to run to near Connie Mack Stadium. And I looked out the window and all these boys, outside. why is South Philly up here? And I said, you gotta be kidding me. And I'm scared, my knees are shaking, and come on now, can I get a witness? And every time, Lord have mercy, God wants to remind me of his faithfulness. He don't have to go back two years or three years. God can go back 40 years. And say, on eagle's wings, I bore you. I snatched you out of darkness and put you in my marvelous light. That's what makes me want to live right. Paul said, it's not hell fire. It's the goodness. I wish I had a witness up in here. It's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. It's when you start calculating how good the Lord has been against the backdrop of how bad we've been. Hadn't the Lord been good? In the Lord, good all the time. In the Lord, good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is God. Oh, Lord. I got to go. Now, the last now, Hallelujah. Verse 33. Verse 31. That I may be what? That, verse 31. That I may be what? Delivered. delivered. Let me tell you what God does so you and I can be delivered. He moves mountains. Uh, can I get a witness? The Lord will move anything in his way so you can experience deliverance. Can I get a witness? I'm not talking about no five-step, six-step, eight-step program. I'm talking about when God just steps in, and stuff ends. When God just comes along, and amen, He pulls us out of trouble. Look what it says in verse thirty-three. I'm going now. Here's the last noun. Now I'm the God of peace. Not the peace of God. The peace of God. Philippians four. Is not what Paul's talking about here. The peace of God happens when you have a peace with God and you're trusting God to give you peace. The peace with God, Romans 5.1, is the war is over. I'm saved now. But this is the God of peace. That once you and I look to the hills from whence cometh our help, God sends peace. Because he is peace. And he'll keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Look what he says, verse 32, that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God and be refreshed. Now, the God of peace. Can I get a witness? See, peace and grace don't come till you need it. Can I get a witness? When we get all messed up on the inside emotionally, God is in peace. Peace is a traffic cop. Peace said, No, you got to stop and you come on and go. Can I get a witness? Peace will make you feel good. Peace will make you revive your belief and faith. Peace will make you call on His name. Peace will make you shout. The God of all peace. Well, preacher, where did the God of all peace come from? I'm glad you asked. Just ask Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Can I get a witness? God didn't prevent them from going in the oven. But the peace of God said, once you get in the oven, ain't nothing going to happen. I'm going to neutralize the heat. And you know the story. They threw them in the oven. Amen, and they had heated the oven seven times hotter. Remember that story in Daniel. Can I get a witness? And Nebuchadnezzar, there must have been a window on the oven, looked into the oven and said, wait a minute, we got a problem here. Did not I throw three in? But behold, I see a fourth one. And it looks like the Son of God. Didn't he say that? Don't you know Jesus will get in the heat with you? Don't you know Jesus will climb in the oven with you? Don't you know Jesus will neutralize the heat from you? Weeping may endure for a night. In this world, you're going to have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. He's the God of peace. Isn't he the God of peace? He's the God of peace he'll make it happen, he'll, uh uh-huh, he will carry us, he will care for us, he will be committed to get us out, and as I come in, I heard the psalmist say, though the earth be removed, cataclysmic. If God would reverse creation, it's all hypothetical. Psalm 46 has a hypothetical note to it. If creation reversed because land came out of water and God allowed the water to subdue you, can I get a witness? If everything fell apart, if the earth fell off its axis, if the wind suddenly upheaved the earth though the earth be removed though the mountains be carried back into the midst of the sea though the waters roar the earth, there is a stream that shall make glad the city of god when all hell's breaking out in your life you got to say lord where is the stream there is something there that you can't feel nor see until God shows it to you. Do I have a witness? When everything's going topsy turvy, and God says, just be still and know uh-huh, and know that I am God. Can I get a witness? You gotta know who he is. Somebody said he's able. Any he able? And he's able, he's able to stop your storms. He's able to put running in your feet, cropping in your hands, joy in your soul. Say yeah, say yeah, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Say yeah, I will look to the hills From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Say, yeah, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Can I get a witness? You got to know that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know that God will carry you. God will care for you. God's committed to seeing you through. Can I get a witness? Therefore, no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. And we know that all things are working together for the good. Say now yeah, unto him who's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless. Now, now is the time to carry somebody else. Now is the time to care for somebody else. Now is the time to be committed to somebody else. Forget about yourself and concentrate on him and worship him. Raymond Gordon, who are you carrying? Who are you caring for? Who are you committed to? Let's stay on our feet this morning. Praise his name. Amen. Praise his name. Praise his name. I want you to think about five people you're going to carry. Five. And if you can't come over five, make me one of them. <laughs> five people you're going to carry. As every here's bow your eyes closed, if you're here this morning, you need to be saved. You want to give your life to Christ. Believe in he died for the sins of very rose again. He's God's son, son of God. Raise your hand if you want to be saved. Raise your hand. Please don't turn away. Raise your hand. Visitors, members, raise your hand. Or perhaps you want to join the church in your Christian experience. Is day one? Is day one? Is day one? Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this now message. What a chapter. What a chapter. We that are strong ought to carry the weaknesses of the weak. Help us to be servants. Help us not to be selfish. Help us to reach out and put somebody on a mat and bring them to you. In the name of Jesus our Christ, amen. Amen. We love you. Have a great day. Pray for Pastor.